Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Holding Hands by Karen Sleeth Mama was lovely, not the hair-curled, made-up, high-heeled lovely, but the head thrown back and laughing, let's play hide-and-seek, look at those ants carrying a stick kind of lovely. She was curious, and she noticed life. Mostly what I recognized and coveted was that she noticed me. One day, while my sister Marcia was at school, Mama took me into the backyard under a towering oak tree and presented a splendid picnic. I can't remember what we ate, probably peanut butter sandwiches, but I remember that she had poured my chocolate milk into a Pepsi bottle, just like she and Daddy drank from. I was elated. I was a big girl. We were just two friends sharing a picnic and drinking our own Pepsi. I don't remember, but I'm sure I made Marcia jealous. Mama and I had several excursions while Marcia was at school. I recall once going into a large department store and Mama insisting that I hold her hand. I squirmed out of her grasp several times, my attention drawn to something on a distant shelf. She would scold me and take my hand. I don't know how many times this happened, but at one point, when I had finished being enthralled by an item, I looked up to an aisle devoid of my mama. I looked in both directions, and no mama. A coldness gripped my heart. I was alone, all alone. Mama, I cried out. There was no answer. Mama, again, I pleaded, finally breaking into sobs. I sat on the lowest shelf and gave in to the flood of tears so torrential that I was unable to see. After what seemed like hours, and was probably minutes or seconds, a blurry figure squatted in front of me, wiping my wet face. "'You're okay,' Mama said as I flung my arms around her neck. "'Now don't let go of my hand. I don't want you to get lost.' A relief so intense swept through me that I resolved never to let go of her hand again, no matter what appealed to me. Years later, I overheard her say that she had been on the opposite aisle, watching me the entire time. I was reared in that spare-the-rod-and-spoil-the-child era when it was believed that any infraction or fault could be exorcised with a spanking. My inability to control my limbs as yet meant I was often the recipient of an unspared rod. At one weekend lunch, I recall Mama flitting around the table and telling Marcia and me, though I knew it was addressed to me, the first one who spills her milk is getting a spanking. Not an appetite inducement for a then five-year-old, I was afraid to reach for my grilled cheese sandwich. But sitting with my hands clasping each other in my lap, as I recall it, I still heard the too familiar and dreaded clack.
clunk. I watched the white liquid spread across the table. Wide-eyed, I looked at Mama. Marcia began to giggle. Mama smiled and made her pronouncement again. The first one who spills the milk gets a spanking. She reached around and spanked herself to our squeals and delighted laughter. I held Mama's hand the day Marcia and I took her to the nursing home. I feared that she would plant her feet in the lobby, put her hands on her hips, and demand to know what was going on. I still clung to the notion that her active mind was in there, even though the week before at a medical evaluation, she did not know who I was, and more startling, she did not know her own name. We walked her to the room assigned to her, and I went to the admissions office to complete the paperwork. Marcia told me afterward that Mama ate the lunch they had provided and then quietly crawled into bed and went to sleep. When I got to her room, I touched her shoulder, which roused her a bit. She looked at me. We are leaving now, Mama, I said. She smiled and said, okay, and went back to sleep. During her first couple of months at the nursing home, Mama caused a bit of a stir. She persisted in going to other people's rooms and holding their hands. A few residents did not like it, but true to form, that did not stop Mama. I have not been able to touch her mind, heart, or memory in years, but I can still hold her hand. She always grasps mine as if I'm still five. For now, holding hands with Mama keeps us both from getting lost. Copyright 2023, Karen Sleeth. Karen Sleeth lives in Durham, North Carolina. She is a member of the North Carolina Writers Network and the Renegade Writers Group. Her work has appeared or is forthcoming in the Main Street Rag, Potato Soup Journal, 2022 Best of Potato Soup Journal, Cafe Lit Magazine, and others. Currently, she is attending Linwood University in St. Charles, Missouri. She will complete an MFA in Creative Writing in May 2023. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.